Hello and you are very welcome to Dan and Dara on Dublin South FM. I am Dara McNicholas. And I'm Dan Airy. Thanks Dana. again to Mike Purcell who's given us the last hour with Mike at the mic. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Actually, some uh, some good tunes there, Dan. Um, indeed. Yeah, and facts. I, I do like the whole thought of, um, yeah, chopping up um, uh, bagpipe. Yeah, it's an I mean, bagpipes. Why? Why? Oh, why? Oh, why? Oh, why? On the face of any planet, uh, would anybody want to play the bagpipes? Well, I, you know, I do see the appeal when you have like certain songs. Like, I, I must admit, the Flower of Scotland is one of my favourite national anthems. And when you have, um, particularly during the Six Nations, actually, which we're going to be talking about later on, when um, it all goes silent and the the stadium is just singing along to it and then you have the bagpipes coming in during the middle of it. I, I like that. I don't know about you, you're not so much of a fan. Uh, of rugby, yes. Yeah. So the bagpipes, no, <laughs> Dan. Um, I'm sorry, no. I couldn't even stretch as far as an illin pipe now, never mind a bagpipe. No, they're just, they don't they do not do it for me. Um, not a fan. Um, I don't think anyone should be allowed out in public with them. Um <laughs> You know, if 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 there was anything I did want to say about them, uh, anything that's good, obviously yes, the Irish play them a lot better than the Scots, <laughs> uh, and that's pretty much um, all I have to say on the uh, whole matter. Uh, Dan, the weather is uh, reasonable. Reasonable. It is quite cold, but it's dry, so uh, that's always a positive. We'll certainly take that. Uh, no question yeah. about it. Um, For sure. No, the weather is definitely uh, the weather's the weather at the moment. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I got a little water bite song coming on um, a little bit later, uh, and it's it's my ode to spring. Uh, when you hear it, you'll understand it. Um, right. You know, hopefully, uh, you know, spring can't be that far away. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you are. We are coming to you live here from uh, the Dundrum Town Centre, uh, level five, um, up here in the gods, uh, on 93.9 FM. Indeed, and odd light around and the world. Around the world. Dan, where can people find us? You can find us at Dan and Dara Doability on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you want to contact us, uh, you can also get us at Dan and Dara Doability at gmail.com. And you can find Dan at uh, Airy, uh, Airy Communications. But uh, more importantly, uh, you should look up Dan anyway because we have he has a petition going. We're going to talk about it a little bit later on. Mm-hmm. Um, but you really need to uh, go find Dan, sign his petition. Um, it's about PA hours, not just about Dan. It's about PA hours in general for everybody. But of course it is about Dan. Mm-hmm. But we're kind of failing it sort of in it, it affects everybody. But yeah. no, it's really about Dan. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, no, it, it does... I mean, personally, I'm fighting for my for my own hours, but this is something that affects so many people around the country. Absolutely. And for people that want to find yourself, Dara... Oh, yeah, find me. I'm all over the place, Dan. Uh, MacNicholas Media. Um, yeah, if you're just... Yeah, if you're that way inclined, just come find me. Come have a chat. It doesn't cost anything to talk to me. So then later on we got a little bit of more music. Uh, we're going to have something from Elbow, a little bit of Travis, um, Eric Hutchinson. Uh, as I said, the Water Boys are going to be with us. Um, the Pet Shop Boys. Was that right? Well, it turns out I was uh, looking up some videos around Live Aid during the week, and there was a member of the crew that was involved um, 
putting all that together, talking about the uh, the lineup, I suppose, and she was talking about uh, status quo performing and that they performed that song and then they played a snippet of the performance and I heard the song and uh, remembered it, of course, because, uh, but also really remembered how much I like it as well. Um, yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I, I won't press you anymore, but I can imagine uh, Mammy Aries at home in the kitchen now rocking around there, <laughs> just absolutely going absolutely ape with, the, with just giving it solid air guitar. Uh, absolutely, you, know, you, yeah. can't, you can't not with that song, can well, you? Yeah, I suppose I'd like to see you doing air guitar. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that, that would be funny. Um, Dan, we, we're going to run through the news, right? We're going to just kind of piddle through the, the headlines until we find something we actually know what we're talking about. <laughs> How about that? Sounds good. Okay, so Boris says he'll fix it. Yeah. Following Gray's report. Yeah, he hasn't had a good run with this one, has he? I don't know. I don't know. Just, what do you mean he hasn't had a good run? It just, he, he I, hasn't had a good run. Yeah, no, yeah. <sighs> it's, it's not looking good, is it? No, but he's just not going, is he, Dan? He's just digging in and he's just kind of going, yeah, you know. There's times, I suppose, when you kind of go, you almost want people to kind of put their hands up and go, oh, listen, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, you know, stop, please, Boris. <laughs> just, you know, give the world a bloody chance, will you? I, I think, I think Theresa May came out and she said, either uh, you read the, you didn't read the rules, you read them, you didn't understand them, or you thought that they didn't apply to you. Which one is it? Yeah, uh, but I think there's, there's an assumption effect. there that he can read. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and somebody didn't give him his crayons on that particular day. <laughs> so, the US and Russia are squaring off at the UN mm. over the Ukraine. Yeah, this is getting increasingly uh, tense, worrying. Uh, really yeah, think. but I think it's interesting, Dan, when you kind of start listening to kind of different opinions on it as well, to some degree, because I think an awful lot we're hearing is, oh, this is bad, this is terrible, there's going to be a war. Mm. But, you know... You start listening to stuff that's coming out of Russia, they have no interest. They really don't care. Mm. A lot of Ukrainians are kind of going, it will be good for the Russians if they invade here. You know, I, I'm not sure what the capital of the Ukraine is, but like it's got a population of 3 million. Kiev? Uh, quite possibly. Wrong. Yeah, wrong. forgive my ignorance, but, you know, or somebody kind of saying, well, there's a population of 3 million. Russia doesn't have the amount of troops to occupy a city of that level mm. you know so I, hopefully it's all just bluster and all the rest like uh, you know and maybe the UN will just kind of get the boys from Cork boys from Cork there went out you know kind of up the, up the Russian embassy there and went hey lad you can't you know what I mean you can't be going out there now you know you can't be doing your exercising out in the middle of the sea while we're fishing will you move and apparently they're going to move apparently Apparently, yeah. So, Apparently. you know, hand, hand, hands off to uh, the real capital, uh, to Dubai's and Cork, and uh, all the fishermen type people down there. Um, yeah, absolutely deadly. And we also have new guidance stand for workplaces. Mm. So, I heard something about their, is they're, they're scrapping the, the two metre distance? Oh, they are. Sure, the war is yeah. over, Dan. COVID's gone. What COVID? Sure, it's gone. Ah, sure, nobody has an idea at all. Sure, what COVID? <laughs> What are you talking about COVID? Oh, no, it's not even, it's hardly in the news anymore. Mm. Yeah, and I, I was thinking about this today and I was kind of going, it, where are we going to be in a month? Uh, in terms of like, 
is it just gonna be a case where um we're waiting around for another another variant to I'm not, I'm not being I don't mean to sound negative and I are you're being miserable now then. You gotta get on board here with the whole the war is over. COVID nah, never heard of it, no big deal. If you're not, <laughs> you're just gonna end up, you know, locked in your house. Mm, yeah. Uh, no, going mad. At the same time I am you know I am going out. Uh, I'm just being exceedingly careful. Oh, oh. Out, 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 yes. wow, fair enough, okay. <laughs> yeah, all well, right. No, I, like, out, yeah. Right, okay. Out. So we also have, Dan, uh, it's the 50th anniversary of uh, Bloody Sunday. Mm. Uh, that's another interesting one. Uh, it's kind of interesting about it's being dealt with. Um, obviously, we're, again, there's two sides to every story. Yes. Uh, you kind of have to look for the other side a little bit more. Um, but I did see an article today, an ex-British para and special forces guy, SAS, kind of coming out and going, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they started. It wasn't us at all. You know, <laughs> you're kind of going, oh God, okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, There is definitely two sides to every story, but really, yeah. now, today, uh, you know. Apparently, uh, no, I haven't had the opportunity to, to listen to it, but apparently the BBC World Service um did a special on it that is meant to be very uh, detailed. Oh yeah, there's there's some fantastic recordings out there of, mm. you know, uh, have you have you seen you know did you see did, did you see a gun or whatever yeah oh yeah definitely yeah we'll kill him you know you're just gonna go, okay mm. fair enough um, yeah and uh, in, in smaller news I suppose but probably more of a dick uh, mm. Joe Rogan yeah. Uh, Wow, where to start with this one? Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I'm not really, I'm not a fan, okay, first yeah. off. And I kind of had to put my hand up straight away. I would be the same, to be honest. No interest. I don't know why we're giving him airtime, Dan. Mm. But, you know, there's a lot in this. There is a lot. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, essentially, Neil Young's uh, music has been uh, removed from uh, Spotify because he gave Spotify an ultimatum. He was either... He either said, um, remove Joe Rogan's podcast, uh, the Joe Rogan experience, because of misinformation surrounding COVID, or I remove my music from from, from Spotify. Um, and, of course... So, Neil is gone. Mm. Joe is still there. Yeah. Uh, and apparently, he came out, Joe Rogan's back in something called... in in, in er, er, Anyway, some sort of a tablet, right? <laughs> or vectomy meaning or something, I can't actually know. It's an anti-parasite um, treatment yes. for horses. <laughs> right. And he's kind of saying, yeah, go ahead and have that. Like, it'd be grand. Uh, it'll take care of your COVID. Mm. And yeah. he's still there. And everyone's kind of going, Spotify, what are you going to do about this? It's it's one of those things that is another example of money talks because he's got a hundred million deal with Spotify. Yeah, a hundred million dollars or 89 or 80, yeah, 89.5 million euros. Yeah. So I don't think Spotify are going to get rid of him. Mm. You know, but I think... Um, but I think we were talking about this before we came on air and it's one of those things. I think if you have... Big artists, like I, I know um, since Neil Young removed his his music, Joni Mitchell has joined in and she's removed her music. I yep. think if you if you have um, artists like Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, people like that um, 
removing their music. We'll have to wait and see. I think Spotify could be in big trouble. Yeah, I, I don't think so, Dan. Mm. I think there's enough people out there who are going to support Joe Rogan. Um, you know, Spotify can't kind of get rid of him because he'll go somewhere else. Somebody else will take him. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. You know, so I think, uh, yeah, you know, but a more positive news, Dan. Uh, our next song is going to be a little bit of Elbow and uh, My Sad Captains. And I'm playing this in particular tonight for my niece, uh, Emer McNicholas, uh, over in Oxford, who is graduating this week from uh, college in Southampton. Um, she did a degree in photography. Uh, yeah, and her friend uh, Kira, who uh, uh, is also graduating along this week, um, I think she did uh, illustration. I think that could be something to do with crayons. Congratulations to both. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I can't make it over this week um, for the graduation itself. Um, you know, but uh, listen, have fun. And, um, you know, God knows I'll catch up with you at some stage. Oh, I do like a bit of elbow. And I certainly do like a bit of Guy Garvey. Indeed, me too. Me yeah, too, no, wonderfully. There's going to be more next week. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what one yet. And I'm going to get you up. I, I don't know. It, We'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, no, oh, absolutely. Yeah, you, you guy, good man, guy, keep making music uh, as yourself or anybody else. Uh, you know, there's just so much in that sport, Dan. Indeed, a little bit of a uh, a wholesome story to start with, actually. Um, oh, I do love a good wholesome story, Dan. Mm, for sure, we all do. Uh, Alfie Pugsley um, was a kid in the UK who was bullied for apparently being too big uh, to play under 12s rugby. Uh, That's what he he was told. Um, And he subsequently received uh, support from Nigel Owens, in my opinion, the the king of rugby referees, um, the All Blacks, and specifically uh, Jerome Kano, one of... Uh, the current All Blacks um, but I just think it's brilliant and Nigel himself um, offered uh, to come out and referee one of the matches So man for coming out yeah absolutely uh, I'm sure he'll turn up alright yeah um, Indeed Yeah no it's just it's usual nonsense really I'm not saying it's not you know but just kind of mm. gone beans out there you know with too much to say and, and way too much energy Uh yeah, but lots of rugby yeah. on the weekend, Dan. Yeah, a lot of rugby. Um, mixed bag for for Irish provinces. Uh, well, I suppose. Well, for who? You <laughs> you're talking to a Leinster fan, so yeah, <laughs> maybe mixed bag for Leinster. Um, mm, what happened? Uh, uh, Leinster lost to. They did not, did they? To Cardiff Blues. Yeah. Leinster lost. They did. Oh, I hadn't heard that, Dan. Oh, tell me more, please. Go on, yeah, tell me more. Uh, 29-26 with the, with the last kick of the game. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's heartbreaking, Dan. It is. I'm so sad. <laughs> Crying here, boo-hoo, crocodile tears. I <laughs> monster one, I think. They did. Uh, yeah, I'm nearly sure um, they won, yeah. Yeah, another uh, appalling game. And so did, so did Ulster as well. Yeah, Connacht took another paddling. They did. Um... I, I didn't manage to catch that one. Did, did you? Yeah, uh, bits and pieces of it, yeah. Yeah, you know, again. But listen, yeah, more rugby coming up the weekend. Uh, yeah. Let's go Six Nations. <laughs> Indeed, very much looking forward to that. Um, it's going to be it's gonna be exciting. It, it, it's one of those things that normally um, 
before they started with Six Nations, they'd be like, okay, I'm confident that this team will beat that team or, you know. But I, I really think this year, like, looking at the the home nations teams uh, during the Autumn Internationals, I really think this is going to be such a championship. Like, it's going to be incredibly tight. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, no, hopefully it will then. Um, yeah, the more rugby we get, the better. Um, but, and more interesting news, the Dubs lost this weekend. Did they? You did, yeah. I know you don't care. I know you have absolutely zero interest in uh, provincial sports uh, that aren't rugby uh, and stuff like that. Yeah, they were beaten by Armagh. Um, you know, what else can you say? Uh, really, uh, you know, I'm very sad to hear it myself and uh, it was a terrible thing to watch. Um, but Dublin weren't brilliant. Armagh weren't much better. Um, but, you know, it's only January um, and it's, yeah, it's only the league or whatever. Uh, Everton have a new manager? They do. Uh, Frank Frankie, Lampard. yeah, come on, Frankie, get in there. Yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be switching one blue for another. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Two and a half year deal, I believe. Um, even if he's gone after six months, he's going to make money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of pressure there. Big signing already, um, van der Beek. Yes, um, I I heard something um, today that apparently his, his girlfriend had a hand in, in making that. Oh, happen. really? Apparently. Oh, oh, interesting. Tennis, Dan. Go on, tell me about the tennis because I have no interest in tennis. <laughs> no. no interest in it whatsoever. I mean, no dear God. No balls, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Rafael Nadal is now, he's become the first man to 21 Grand Slam titles. Where's he from? Spain. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> All right, I thought he was Australian. I thought they'd defect out the other fella just so they could make him win. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Does anyone know where the other fella is, no? Does anyone know where the other fella is? The other... F- yeah. Med, whatever you talk about, or... No, no. The, the, the other fella got thrown out of the country. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, no, nobody cares about him anymore. <laughs> nobody has even the slightest bit of interest in the man whatsoever. He did, I... I I was intrigued to see his um, response actually to uh, both finals because he 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 posted a kind of a message on social media was congratulating Rafa and Ashley Barty who was the first Australian woman to win the Australian Open since nineteen seventy three or nine. I'm a bit of a difference there, no, that by God, you're going to get that one badly wrong one way or another. Sometime yeah. in the 1970s, that's quite a while ago. Yeah, do the radio, that was quite a while ago. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, let's save Dan's blushes. I think we'll, uh, we're will we going to have a little bit of music, and uh, here we go with Eric Hutchins, and uh, it's all right with me. This is Dublin South FM uh, with Dan and Dara. I'm Dara McNicholas. Yeah, here we are, um, uh, 93.9 FM, whatever you call it, Dundrum Shopping Centre. God, it was in the will to speak all of a sudden, I don't know, Dan, I haven't had enough sleep actually. Yeah, I'd, I'd hmm. be, I'd be um, similar to yourself, a lot going on uh, the past while. 
Yeah, we'll get to that, don't worry. But we'll get there, yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah. Oh, teaser, teaser, teaser. We still mm-hmm. have some bit of music come up uh, from the Pet Shop Boys Go West. Uh, the Water Boys, as I indicated earlier, mm-hmm. when spring comes to Spittle. And uh, hopefully we're going to play out with a little bit of um, Travis and Moise that always rain on me. Hopefully it doesn't, but, uh, you know, it might. Um, Dan, telecommunications regulator. Indeed. Uh, so the telecommunications regulator have launched a plan to uh, tackle scam calls. About time. Indeed, because uh, there has Ooh, been... Ooh, down with that sort of thing. Or There has been quite a, a few of them um, over the past while. It's a skull, Dan. Mm, yeah, I, I went through a phase like, was it probably more so last year, where I'd be getting like at least three a day. I don't know about you. Uh, yeah, no, there was, there was, yeah, there was a stage there when there was an awful lot going on already, uh, uh, fierce annoying. Mm. So, uh, they have mentioned fears about the integrity and trustworthiness of electronic communications. And I, I love this. This is quintessentially Irish, right? They discuss practical ways to minimize so-called nuisance communications. Yeah, well, I don't know. Did, like, Trustworthiness of electronic communications. I mean, that's Irish in itself, like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I much prefer the telegraph now. And uh, when the postman or the postmistress would come around with a telegram to your house and, and they'd knock on the door and you'd have to give them a tip before they'd give you the telegram and it'd be, come home quick, Michael, stop. <laughs> the cow is dead. Stop. You know, uh, <sighs> I don't know, Dan. Just... Yeah, more reports. Yeah, more reports. So they're going to be um, collaborating. So they're going to draw up these reports and then um, send them to the Minister for Justice. Yeah, I know. It's young lads like you in foreign countries that are probably doing this. Nothing to do with your time. Of course it's foreign countries. And I'm not going to name any countries because <laughs> I'm not going to turn out to be uh, some sort of a racist. Um <laughs> Yeah, but we know what we're all be, talking. Can't be having that. No, now. we can't be. I'm not coming out on radio as a racist. No, absolutely not. <laughs> we certainly won't be. We we certainly won't be doing that. But I think we've all had them, Dan. We've all had the stupid calls. We've all had the text messages and the sort of oh, quick, your bank is going to take all your money because you ring us now quickly or tick, you know, follow this link and mm. people are doing it though. Yeah, and I I think it's particularly worrying for for the for the elderly community as well because. They might ne- not necessarily have the the skills or, or, or the wherewithal to know, you know, how to how to deal with that situation or know that they're being that they're being scammed. Absolutely. Do you know. Yeah, yeah. And what I will say, Dan, to all of those people that are doing it, um, we'll take our cue from the pet shop boys and tell them all to go west. Well, Dan, I don't know about you, but uh, I completely feel like going off and get me spangly pants and me pointy hat and uh, just, you know, giving it socks. Indeed. That's, in, that's inspiring kind of stuff, really. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one, Dan. Yeah, right. Let's abandon the radio station here, Dan, and let's go. <laughs> let's go completely out the door. Shall we, shall we record our adventures? Uh, yeah, no, let's not. <laughs> no, there should be no, no records of Darren's spangly pants. <laughs> And high heel shoes. Mm. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, no, no, absolutely not. Dan, you know my fascination lately with um, all things sort of disabled and crime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I had a little 
a route around uh, Tinternet. I love having a look in the Tinternet. It's the only place I can find stuff. Um, but I found a fantastic uh, booklet, Assisting People with Autism, right? Mm. Guidance for Justice Professionals in Communicating with People with Autism. Now, this is on the back of me, uh, Wright Riley, taking the, the, the Michael last week about, you know, what are we going to do with Dan Airy when he breaks the law? And he has to be brought down to the station in the back of a paddy wagon. Now we still have got. I still have to get back to the uh, Evan in the um, Garda Press office and kind of follow up with all of that. Like I know, I know the will. The will do is right. Um, and if they don't, I think we just have to go and commit a crime and see how it works. <laughs> uh, which I think would be just even more funny. Um, I might just do that anyway. I mean, that would be the ultimate road trip, really, wouldn't it? It's you like know. we went to you first. But we, yeah, yeah, you failed to reply. <laughs> you know, it, it, it really would take it or put our trip uh, on the dart or even down to the boat and the Shannon with the fantastic people down in Lockery. Yeah. That will, it will put that to shame. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're broadcasting live from Mountjoy Square. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, let's make it happen. Okay, people, yeah, get the production office on that quickly, yeah. But, uh, sorry, anyway, this is, I think it's a fantastic book. Um, and I, I just, yeah, uh, you know, if anyone has a chance to uh, read it, um, I would. But it, it does fantastic stuff, mm. telling people about autism and how to deal with, like, or how people say in, in that profession, like, whether they be the Gardaí or, uh, you know, solicitors and stuff like that, how they, you know, and what they can expect. Um, mm. from a person like what somebody with you know with, with autism like their characteristics what they're going to uh, how they're going like from, from a social act- interaction point of view you know what I mean they may appear they may appear indifferent to others or socially isolated you know so being able to read social cues and that's a fact yeah you know um, yeah, absolutely uh, behave in what may seem in an inappropriate or odd manner appear to lack empathy and avoid the eye contact um, when under pressure mm. You know, and it, I suppose these are all things that if you're not looking for it and you don't see it. Yeah, and uh, to be honest, listening to you talk about the fact that that's in a booklet, that's vitally important. Yeah. That it is out there and it's kind of, it's mass produced for for one of a, hmm. for one of a better phrase. Um, but the more you can get information like that out there and the more, I think we did mention... <clears throat> Excuse me. We did mention a story recently about uh, the Guardian getting training um, around the these topics. But I think the more things like this are are made available and like training is undertaken, can only be can only be a positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I spent my whole day yesterday, Dan, or well, my whole morning from very early mm. till just after lunch. Looking at horses. Right. Yeah, my daughter Kim had a rally uh, with the um, Rathfarnham Pony, Pony Club out in um, Abbottstown, uh, the National Sports um, Centre out there. Uh, they have a big uh, horse jumping uh, arena. Um, Kim and 30 of her uh, compatriots from the Pony Club uh, galloping around the place. Hilarious. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. You, you just The energy is just, it's incredible. And you, you were on you were on photographer duty, were you? Well, yeah, I kind of volunteer myself for that, really, um, because it stops me talking to people. Um, <laughs> you know, sure, that can't those, be a bad thing. No. Oh, I don't know, Dan. Just <laughs> you know, I'm yeah, I kind of get tired 
of talking <laughs> to people and I get bored and then sometimes they say inappropriate things um, and it just yeah it just gets kind of you know here's that weirdo uh, so I stay over the other side of the arena with my camera and I hide behind that and I take lovely pictures um, and it's great uh, I think I, I think I took close to 800 yesterday Ooh. yeah yeah you know what I mean it's 30 kids and you know you're talking at least four jumps from where I was standing of each of those and then there's a whole lot of other stuff going on there's a little bit of you know dressage and stuff like that and there's all these other kind of different things going going on and, and uh, great crack though uh, yeah no absolutely fantastic so so it was a it was a competition really? no it's or a pony club so it's kind of um, <laughs> the best way you could kind of it's, it's just it's about your horses and ponies and kids learning about them in you know and there's there's instructors and stuff like that and just one big happy sort of family community sort of type thing. Um, yeah. Brilliant. Speaking of brilliant things, Dan, I did I did mention this earlier that this is my kind of Here Comes Summer song. Um, here Comes Summer or Spring? Spring. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. sure, listen, if, if Spring is here, so Summer can't be too far behind Dan now. So don't, don't be now, don't be kind of calling me out now here. Live <laughs> on 93.9 FM and Dublin South FM uh, here at Level 5 in the Dundrum Shopping Centre. Um yeah, but for me, it's a very short song. Uh, it's a song I kind of enjoy a lot. Um, I would sing it, uh, but I can't sing. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it, 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 it's an oldie. Um, and it's the Water Boys and uh, When Spring Comes to Spittle. Well, Dan, if that wouldn't fill you with just funny stuff. Exactly what I, what I was thinking. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, I was thinking of, you know, if, if I could dance right now, I would be. But uh, yeah, it's lovely. It's just it is. It's just it, that, that to me. Like phew, here we go, spring, yeah. bang it on there. Let's go. Right, we're going to come now, ladies and gentlemen. Drum roll. We're coming to Dan Airy uh, live here on Adam South FM. Dan, right? Where are we now currently uh, with our whole PS situation? Where are we? So I we mentioned the petition earlier on um, on uplift, which you can find on my Instagram, Dan underscore Airy. Um, that I, I checked it just before we came on air and we had uh, 3,738 signatures, which is absolutely brilliant. And I want to say a massive thank you to everybody who has signed it. Um, so, sorry, where else can they find you? Uh, your Instagram, but you can also find it on your Facebook, I'm sure, I'm sure as well, can they? Yes, Facebook indeed, Daniel Airy, yeah. Um, Airy Communications as well. Um, the links are all there. Um, but it, it's still going. It's it's still going um, because it's all great signing and getting the support, but um, we need action off the back of it. So you keep going until until the action arrives. Right, and where are we with? I know you probably can't talk about the HSE, but what's the, the current situation? Are they still sort of incognito with their head down behind the parapet somewhere? So I've been in touch with my um, occupational therapist and I will be undertaking a needs assessment with my occupational therapist um, on the 3rd, which is... Three days away. Thursday, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that that's further, um, I, I, I suppose, further paperwork in the paper trail. Um to uh, get onto the HSE and basically um, say to them, this is further proof 
that uh, the, the support is required. Um, so, as for concrete, um, concrete progress, we're, it, it's st I'm still waiting for, you know, um, where where the next steps will take. I'm collaborating with Uplift, um, discussing what what the possible um, next steps are for it. Um, we've released a, uh, a press release. Uplift have released it to um, all of their members, which has seen a, a, a brilliant uptake in in the amount of signatures, which is fantastic. Um, but yeah, so the the process and the work continues. Right. So, but just to remind people who may be just joining us on, on this, why we're actually having to do this, then. Um, mm. I suppose the, the simple reason is you have finished your five long years of college between uh, your honours degree and your master's uh, with support. Uh, but now that you finish college, you have no support. Yeah, uh, it's essentially because the the support that I received during um, college was through the Department of Education. Um, and now that I'm out of the education system, that support has disappeared. So I am sitting on a master's degree with a, a skill set with three years of a podcast uh, behind behind me and public speaking engagements, you know. You, you, a willingness to work. A willingness to work, absolutely. A want to work. And, you know, job applications continuing to go in. Um, I sent one in this morning. Um, but an inability to take any uh, prospective jobs without a PA, uh, which is incredibly frustrating. It's a bit pointless too, really. Mm. I mean, you're wasting your own time, but you're also potentially wasting the time of a, uh, or potential time of a, a potential employer. Yes. As well. You're kind of going, yeah, you fit the bill. Come on in here, Dan. Let's do a really good interview. And Dan does a really good interview. And then he kind of goes, yeah, okay, that's fine. And he's down to the final three and here's a job offer. And Dan goes, well, you know what? I really can't take it at the moment. Um, yeah, absolutely, and I I think that's that's one of the obviously I'm I'm sending in applications because you know I'm interested in a, a particular job that particular job that I'm applying for, but it's it's also I'm I'm sending in applications to possibly be able to say to the HSE, you know, I have been hypothetically I've been accepted for a job. And I have to start on X day, you know, get me a PA or else I can't take the job. Yeah. That, that's essentially the, the, the top process as well. Yeah. Me. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, we, yeah, it's, it's kind of our get off the pot kind of um, yeah. style stuff. Mm, yeah. um, but you are engaging also with um, the amazing Anne Hopkins. Yes. And the ability team, the ability team, the ability team. We still have to do a, a team tune <laughs> uh, sort of yeah. stinger for the ability team, the ability team. Dun, 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 dun. I I will I will have a conversation with her actually during the week about that. Yeah. Um, but yes, no, I'm uh, engaging extensively with um, Anne Hopkins, uh, friend of the show. And she's been great with um, giving me advice around jobs and helping me with applications, uh, which has been which has been great. Lovely. So just to, uh, I suppose, um, just to 
summarize. Mm. So go to Dan's Instagram page or his Facebook page or Airy Communications. So it's Dan Airy. Just just go find him. Go mm. find a petition. Go and sign it. Yeah. That's fine. That's really important. But if you're in a position somewhere out there that you can actually make a difference, go and do that too. Um, if you can bring some sort of influence to this, if you want to have a chat with Dan, yeah, you know, if there's, anything, if there's anything you can do, uh, you know, please do because he'll be more than happy to. Jesus, God knows, he'd be more than happy to talk. <laughs> <laughs> You've had plenty of experience, haven't you? Dan? That's it, Dan. Yeah, absolutely. So we are going to come to um, a little end here with Dan and Dara on Dublin South FM. Um, up next, we have uh, Ray M with Country Towns. Yeehaw! Um, absolutely. Uh, I have been Darren McNicholas. And I'm Dan Airy. And we'll talk to you soon. Okay, yeah. So we're going to play out with, um, who did I say we're going to play out with, Dan? A little bit of Travis. Travis, yeah. Yeah. Because, um, you know, God knows. Um, uh, oh, where's it gone, Dan? Where's oh, I can't it, uh, believe it. Has it disappeared into the abyss? Uh, it kind of has, actually. Ooh. That's not ideal, is it? Oh, no, that's not ideal at all. It's rather amateurish, actually. <laughs> hmm. Okay, uh, I suppose, you know, while I panic here, um, let's see. I'll tell you what we'll do. I'm going to play uh, My Sad Captains from Elbow again, actually, I think, Dan. Um, you know, and possibly... Sure, we, we can't get enough of Elbow, to be honest. No, we can't, yeah, again. And uh, again, a big shout-out to um, my niece, uh, Eamor McNicholas, as she graduates this week from uh, college in Southampton. We shall talk to you all next Monday night. Indeed. At 8pm. 